Zillow is still a product. They're still they're they're Ford, Chevy, they're 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 the they're the big boy, no doubt about it. But I don't know. Maybe the road still <laughs> needs to be defined. Maybe Zillow thinks they're Ferrari. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Leos, Kayla Leos, Keith Howard, and Elliot Chomajeskis. Oh, <laughs> that time, Chomajeskis. See, Colby, I messed it up. In the, in the in the pre-show, he did a phenomenal job, and I was just complimenting. I was like, Chomajeski, all these years, Chomajeski can finally say my last name. I can do it. All right, say it for us, Elliot. Chomajeski, Chomajeski. Just say, say it. it. Don't be afraid of it. Chomajeski. Yeah. <laughs> it's Thomas Sheski. Okay, right. welcome. So today we got a cool topic. We're going to talk about how technology is going to change real estate. And we're going to talk about the autonomous car element. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm watching the um, the Tesla annual shareholders meeting right now. Elon Musk is, is that talking. Musk? Yes. He's talking about the, uh, the robo-taxis. Robo, uh, mm, the robo-taxi fleet. Yep. Okay, tell us about it, Jason. Well, I mean, I, mean, I, I he's, he's thinking he's really, really close. I mean, obviously, he's been saying wow. that for years, but... Um, there's a lot of people that say it's really, really close within a year, year and a half, two years. Okay. So what do you mean by he's really close? Like, yeah. like explain what's going to um, happen. Well, they just released their new, uh, FSD, which is a full self-driving and, um, it's really good. <laughs> it's yeah. It's driving, better, it's driving far better than a human without you even having to touch, touch the steering wheel. Steering wheel. Yeah. Um, for miles and miles and miles. And you can watch videos all over YouTube right now. People just sitting in their car, not touching the steering wheel what, whatsoever, and it's driving them, you know, 10, 20, 30 miles away. It's pretty Turn, cool. Making full, full turns, going in turning lanes. Um, yeah, interpreting what's going on in front of it yep. fully, right? So that's the beauty of it. Yeah, so I guess we want to talk about is how is that going to change real estate, right? I mean, um, number one, if people don't have to commute or if, they, if the commute's not, you know, um, physically intensive because you're yep. you know, having to keep your eyes on the on the road and doing this will people move out further hmm. okay that's that's one way it could impact real estate yeah. i mean if, if you can if, if home affordability we have a home affordability problem right we do well, a lot of it's because you know everything's expensive everyone's crammed in and oh commute traffic yeah what will that look like to cut down on traffic but if you could build a community you know 50 miles away from the from the uh, downtown Office, area, yeah. Metropolis, Metropolis, <laughs> and uh, it's cheaper, you know, cheaper land or whatever. Um, people can just cruise right into right into the office and or wherever they work and have a cheaper uh, cheaper living. Well, and, and and think about this on 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 so many facets, right? Being able to like we all know Uber Eats and stuff like that. What's it going to look like for for the autonomous cars that are going to be delivering some type of boom, Uber yeah. Eats? Yep. Just deliver it so here. Walk outside your car, pick it up, boom. Have like you a go. little arm that comes out the door. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, you think a lot. Of, a lot of the the most. Ex- I mean, that's it's it, it's going to be cheaper too because yes. obviously the the most expensive part of Uber Eats is the human that's yes. bringing it there and take picking it up and doing all the stuff, right? So um, that gets cheaper. Same thing for Uber, Lyft. You remove the human, it's going to get cheaper. I mean, I think it might take out Uber. Yeah. Because, I mean, Tesla's, they're, they're not going to, like, give their their cars to Uber. They're yeah. going to have their own Uber. 
So uh, Tesla's plan <laughs> is to have their own robo taxi. Oh yeah, fleet. their own fleet. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I didn't know that until Kayla shared that with me earlier when we were talking yeah. about some pre-show stuff. And, and and the amount of cars that they're that they're able to build right now. I mean, they they just they just announced <laughs> that they um, had their first week where they where they. Um, Manufactured five thousand cars in one week. Oh wow! And that's in one factory. That's in one. It's in Austin. One of their gigafactories. It's the factory in Austin. How many is that like per hour? Oh, we got to run the math on that. There's a hundred and seventy-two hours per week, right? Isn't that the one sixty-two or one seventy-two? I forget what it is. Well, seven times twenty-four. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I think it's one sixty-eight. One sixty-eight. I knew it was somewhere. So five thousand. Wow, that's almost 30 cars an hour. Uh, that'd be wild to watch. That would be wild. Wow. Especially in one factory? In one factory. Yeah. Yes. That's just one factory, yeah. How many assembly lines is that? Like, cause imagine, especially because all their, like, I mean, I've seen, we've all seen their, uh, you know, YouTube videos of, like, the robots working inside of Tesla. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that'd be pretty cool. That so, would be, I'm with Keith. I'd love to see that. Oh, yeah. Us two, Jason's going to try and get in for the investor Lottery. Yeah, you have to get to go to a lottery and stuff like that. So. <laughs> then we can go to one of the, the shareholder meetings. Up. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, okay, so five thousand cars a week. Uh, yeah, so so you know they're and they're I mean they're building gigafactories, new yes. gigafactories all over the place. So they're I mean they're ramping up for this too. So it's not like um, they're they're not only ramping <clears throat> up to build cars to sell them, but they're going to ramp up to build cars to create a robo taxi fleet. And do you like have any nas- uh, national world? How many, any estimate of how many cars are going to be in this robo taxi fleet? Um, However many they, they they want to have. Especially especially if they're busting out 5,000 a month, right? I mean, think about what five, think about how much even just 5,000 cars here in the Phoenix Metro, if you were to deploy 5,000 Ubers, Mm -hmm. how much that would disrupt our own uh, marketplace here for the Uber, for the Uber Lyft market. So, okay, so let's stay with that. So robo-taxis come, let's say you can call a Tesla, and apparently it's going to be extremely inexpensive to hail, well, a, hail a, and, a ride. And the reason is because is obviously it's electricity. It's not yep. It's not gas. And then you don't have a human there. So if you don't have a human there, you're not paying for a human. So what happens when um, you can jump in a car and travel eight miles and it costs $1.50? There's um, almost and, no reason and, to have a car. And think about how much more money people will have that don't right. have to have a car um, that are paying, you know, I think the average car payment now is $700. Right? I know that's the average right now. So, oh. I mean, it's, it's fascinating to think that, um, you know, we're, we're, you know, a few years away from maybe taking an eight mile ro- ride for a buck. Or well, and a lot of people eliminating that seven, $800 a month, because again, doing simple math on that $700 yeah. a month is roughly a hundred thousand dollars worth of mortgage. Yep. So, that's pretty remarkable. Isn't that right funny? There. That's exactly where our mind yep. goes. It's like, how much more can people afford? Yep. <laughs> Home affordability, right? I mean, yeah, they're, yeah. they're going to be able to afford more more houses, um, which is pretty fascinating in itself. And then not to mention um, the amount of land yes. this is going to open up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, think about, um, I, I, I don't know what the study was, but there is... How much, par- how many parking lots there are out there? Oh boy! I just um, you know, they have to have a certain amount of parking spaces for you know a, a store or something like that because they, you know, people they drive, they get a park, and they got to get out and go. But yeah, oh yeah, um, you have to like have two lot, two parking places per like a. I forget exactly right. what yeah. it is, but yeah. So people are saying that's gonna, gonna open up a bunch of land, mm. but then 
if people don't have to live all crammed together and they can go further out because they don't have to commute, then will prices go down in the metropolis, like at the downtown areas where people want to be? Because mm. uh, they don't want to live there because they can drive far and or There's jump still in an Uber and watch TikTok for half an hour. And exactly. It's almost like they're <laughs> decompressed, right? <laughs> yeah. Like they're decompressed. Hmm. I mean, it's still time in vehicle, though. <clears throat> so even though you're not driving, it's still time. You know, but you do look back, you know, the the DMV area and a lot of people ride commuter trains. Oh, and yeah. It's just it's a thing. And, and they probably yep. work on them and listen to yep. podcasts and watch yeah. TikTok. And <laughs> There's a lot of people back east that they still like their commute time is like you said, it's it's car and train and it's a two hour commute mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you for me personally, I would imagine this is going to apply to a lot of people. Yeah, living far out would suck because of the commute. But if you don't have, what sucks is the driving part. Yes. Yeah. If you're the one having to start and stop and deal with the traffic, you know, like, oh, I can't do this anymore. But if you're just, hey, whether you want to play around and have fun or you want to be more businessy and do stuff, I mean, for the the right circumstance, you know, I I could see myself doing it. Like, all right, cool. It's my office for the next hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. If you can log in, well, and we all know virtual is on the rise, right? And a lot of stuff where companies like Slack and those types of things where you can start like technically logging in and, and working with the team, et cetera, that, that could absolutely change that, that piece of it where you can be effective in the car because now you're paying attention to the, the workflow of what you're doing. Yes. Know, so. Yeah. So potentially a redistribution of, uh, you know, of area. And yeah. more, more urban sprawl. Yes. I, I think one of the things that fascinates me, and you've, you've talked with me about this before, Jason, is how like the <coughs> futurists are out there and they're buying options on parking lots mm. in anticipation of not needing as many parking spots. And when that time should come, what their hope is, is they'll be able to exercise their option on the parking lot and then maybe convert it into a different use case or convert it into you know, maybe like a, a facility where cars come and get, be inspected and washed and that sort of thing. Yeah. And that fascinates me. I love that thought. Yeah. So right right now, like if you own a car, um, I think it's uh, it's driven like, I think like four or five hours a week or something yeah, like that. Like an average four or five hours a week. So now like with, with cars that are driving they'll themselves, run nonstop. they'll run like... Um, 60 70 hours a week or, or if not even more yeah even more, even more yeah absolutely so i don't know it's gonna be very interesting it is interesting and then it got us thinking that as technology changes you know vehicles and as that kind of shifts the real estate landscape well we know that there's going to be a ton more automation in the real estate sector Mike Delpreet came out and said that AI is the new Zestimate, and that's yeah. that's going to be the, the Zestimate of the future uh-huh. is AI. And we were just having a little debate about this previously, and Colby's like, oh, well, we got to start the podcast yeah. if you guys are fighting. So Elliot and I were fighting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're Debating. Kind of our debates. Debating. Debating. Yeah, what the debate was is I said, well, when's the autonomy of real estate going to happen? And you said, well, it's already happening in certain uh companies and sectors and which I agreed with. And then we had said, Hey, who's going to, you know, if, the, if there's the vehicle, what's the road, right? And again, I was speaking in, we were speaking in metaphor and you had challenged that Zillow was the road. And I said, huh, 
I don't know. Maybe the road still has yet to be defined, meaning the path that everybody travels on, right? What's the technology, the super highway in which that they travel on? Where my challenge was, Zillow is still a product. They're still they're they're Ford, Chevy, they're 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 the, they're the big boy, no doubt about it. But I don't know. Maybe the road still <laughs> needs to be defined. Maybe Zillow thinks they're Ferrari, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Come well, on. Zillow bought Showing Time, yep. and I think that's that's their their futuristic play right here because I think <laughs> they're genius. you know this is this is an automation to show houses now. Well, it's how do how do we how do we get from um, being able to you know uh, schedule a showing to a to a property and actually go without an agent? Yeah. So how, it's how how does someone go without an agent? And what is the what is the trust factor there? You know, before you know, before Uber came along, people would ne- you would never say, right. "Yeah, I, I'll I'll jump in a car with a stranger," you know, to you know that's that's a hitchhiking, right? right. You never know who who that person is, and. And but now people do it all the time. It's just well, Uber does the vetting for you, yeah. right? They qualify the dryer, they qual- driver, they qualify the car, yep. right? All and they even so have insurance policy. Right? I think that showing time, it, they're going to do the same thing. It's uh-huh. going to be like, hey, you know, this is a trusted person that is that can come into your house, you know, if you get that that. Uh, that showing. I mean, it's not hard to mentally get there. I, I can remember about nope. five years ago, we came up with this concept yep. and thought it would just be so cool to build some sort of trust verification process so that you could allow buyers to self-tour. Yep. And, you know, you, you kind of, even a real estate agent, you're putting a lot of trust in that person just because they have a fingerprint. Fingerprint clearance card really doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean much, especially if you're, if they're like me and they got it 20 years ago. <laughs> Right. Yeah, like sure. I haven't had. Yeah, a, there's been no updating. Right. So, I, you know, you are placing a lot of trust in random people. And it's just the system that enables uh, you to extend trust. And so there could be a system showing time could be one for Zillow. And, you know, it's something that we talk about here. We, we definitely want to create that as well so that we can bridge that gap, especially for vacant properties. There's no reason that a buyer can't go toward oh. that. And with all the disruption that could be happening in real estate, I think that it, it's important to give buyers that pathway. Uh, agreed. And why is it so hard to sometimes get into a property, even when somebody lives in it, right? I mean, it's think about it for the homeowner. It can be very disruptive when they want to see it within five minutes. You just sat down for dinner or tonight's not convenient, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's their agents calling, harassing you. Your agent's calling, right? There's, a, there's that back and forth. It's difficult bet- uh, between the agents. And it doesn't have to be right through, I think, today's modern application, right? Like it's just an online shared, it's available, it's not, take it on, put it on, right? Like all, all those things that they could do yep. very, very simply in a, in a showing time. Just log into the application. Well, Turo does it too. And they do, they do, um, yep. I mean, you can rent somebody's car with just, I mean, they take photos of your license and take a picture of yourself. And well, I Turo. Pick up a car. Uh, and I Turo. Yeah, we Turo our cars as, yeah. mean, as, as, yeah. as you know. I mean, it's a very simple, easy process. Your, your car hasn't ended up in Mexico yet, right? Not yet. Right. <laughs> Has it ever been trashed? No, no, never. No? I've, I, there, there was one time, like, uh, I got it back, and, like, there was, like, a dent or something in the, in, in the back. And mm. so they have different, yeah. Long, long story short, I just personally chose to get it fixed. But, you know, for, for that particular vehicle, it, 
what's profited us. It was worth. It was worth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was He'll worth take the, a dent or two, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. It was worth. So it was worth the easy repair. <laughs> what's the most random thing somebody's left behind in one of the vehicles? Nothing actually. Nothing. That I, that nothing I creepy. Nothing gross. Nope. Cool. Nope. Nothing. Been a pretty clean Not that experience. you found, right? Yeah, now that I've found. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what happened when they had the car? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. But that goes back to the autonomy thing. That's the only thing that I was thinking about before is like, huh, well, what are all the little side businesses that mm-hmm. are going to happen? Like, who's going to clean the car? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's going uh, to, th- th- obviously, the electric car, because again, we have a Tesla. But it's, and it is very low maintenance. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really is. But, I mean, for us in our Tesla, the time or two that has gone to the shop, it's definitely been on the pricier side to fix. Mm. But there's just less moving stuff with all of the engines, right? It's more like suspension, tires, um, the windshields because of all the cameras and stuff like that are more mm-hmm. expensive. Yeah. Probably the electrical stuff. Yeah, well, we've had, I've had no electrical problems thus far. That's good. So Yeah, well, it's definitely, <coughs> things are changing, and I think that the pace of change is coming at us faster than we can even imagine. And so we do need to start imagining mm-hmm. what the future is going to look like so that we can anticipate and, and get there so that we're there when it comes. Yeah, <laughs> well, and that's like for, for me, we're, so we're talking about like autonomy and like what does that look like? And I mean, yes, it's, it's there, but I would still challenge that the full process, which is I know something that we aspire to do at Zudilio, is what does that landscape look like for a full autonomous situation where you could be standing in a house, literally click it and buy it. Mm-hmm. Literally, by the time you're backing out, you know, having uh, escrow sending you uh, documents, you know, disclosures that you can digitally sign and a bank draft that you can log on and just instantly send money over for your earnest money deposit. And then if everything on a uh, vacant home, if you want to close in 10 days or, you know, after your inspection is done, close that quick. Yeah. Because it doesn't, I mean, we all know that the money's there, it's available, like, or, or what if the house is sitting on the blockchain and it already has a pre-inspection exactly. and there is no escrow company exactly. and you want to buy it and you walk through it and you decide this is right for me and you move in the next day. Yeah, you can check out. It's almost like a checkout yes. <laughs> type experience. There could like there could be that. As long as you pre-do it, like you said, like where there's like a pre-inspection and that's uploaded on, the, on a blockchain or, or uh, a site where they could log in and be able to look through everything and then check out. Be pretty cool. It'd be so cool. I think it's it's it's, <laughs> it's Keith. Keith's got something in there. You're no, <laughs> I just it, it would be cool, but I mean, I'm just thinking about what we go through with title. I'm just like, hmm, day. All right, well, a lot's got to change there. Yeah, that's another rabbit hole. Though. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely I think, <clears throat> and it's also one of the areas most ripe for disruption. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's constantly talked about and. Uh, I think it's, there's only what, like five or six title companies in the entire U S right. And then they pretty much own all of the other title companies, give or take, whether that's exact or not. The problem though, with that is even if that was the case, you're dealing with the counties and the different cities and States yeah, and you have a third party, a part of the transaction that a lot of times are completely out of your control. What Mm -hmm. that timeline looks like. So, Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, there are little nuances in in difficulties. Uh, Hell yeah, it would be cool. Yeah, it would. Yeah, I mean, think about even like, you know, some of the uh, HOA uh, disclosures and stuff like that, how that causes slowdowns. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but you think about it, though, and typically, if you want to rush an HOA statement, you can for Mm -hmm. a fee. And so if HOAs had it readily available, 
and you know on demand download for an additional fee or something. I mean, it, it it's possible. Oh yeah, it is possible. Uh, it's exciting. Really There's another business right there, right? Really cool stuff. Absolutely, those on demand HOAs. <laughs> yeah, like creating some sort of software where they have like a daily like or it's like it updated just every hour, mm-hmm. right? like yep. real time. Real time HOA payoffs. You just get it, and there it is. And well, and if they came up with a system around fluidity on it, they would uh, they would actually drive the cost down, right? So that uh, hundred dollar, hundred and fifty dollar rush fee that, that a lot of these HOA companies charge may the not problem may is not be there. there. there there's a lot of human interaction yeah. there that they don't want to get rid of right now because it's you know it's their job. Yep. Well, what I find most fascinating about today's topic is Tesla is changing vehicles, but it's also changing real estate. And we get to sit here and watch it all unfold. (laughs) And it's so exciting. And we want to say thank you for listening. Hey, if you have any thoughts on how technology is changing real estate, please reach out. We would love to hear from you. And thanks so much for watching. (laughs)